0: you're listening to the joy junkie show podcast episode 065 you can find information on anything referenced in this episode at the joyjunkiecom slash 65
1: you're listening to the joy junkie show your source for getting your shit together in love and life wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hey, Sweet Pea. What up? Hey. What's good? How you doing?
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> well, Mr. Smith, you, uh... Getting into character for the pod, uh,
1: if if I'm supposed to, yeah, I don't know. Is it character time? Well, I don't. Hello know. Hello, my baby. Hello, <laughs> my darling. <laughs> Hello,
0: my ragtime girl. <laughs> 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 Leave oh, it to me to like butcher it, right? <laughs> oh. Butcher it.
1: That was hilarious. It was. Yeah, that
0: was hilarious. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Um, it's been a minute since I know. we've done a pod. <laughs> I
1: know everything. I know it's been a few uh, weeks. All oh, rusty.
0: i'm like how does this go again uh so we've been i we recorded a ton of pods ahead of time because we went on Uh vacation yeah so we 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 had all those um automatically scheduled to be released to you guys so it's actually been a hot second since we've actually sat down to record a a hot three weeks yeah 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 literally (laughs) hot
1: oh my god yeah because we were in the bahamas
0: we were a bahama mama and And a bahama Bahama papa Papa. (laughs)
1: that's right we were
0: oh my gosh okay so before we tell you all about that because we know you're on the, the edge of your seats like riveted if you're new to the show, we just want to let you know how it works. So typically, we take a little bit of time. We just kind of shoot the shit a little bit. We like to warm up the mics. And then we'll jump back and forth between either a life topic or a love topic, depending on what week we're on. So this week, we actually have a love topic. And I, I'm i pumped about this content. Like when I was writing it, I was like, yes, nice. right on. and Because I, I think it'll dispel some... Literally fallacies about love relationship and marriage and so the the topic is well why all you need is love is bullshit that phrase all Mm. you need is all you need is love which is bullshit 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 in fact i just read an article about john lennon and how you know singing that song he also beat his wife and did he really yeah yeah. like i just read this and so who knows it was an online article Um, and you know, was very acrimonious to his Jewish uh, agent, and always used anti-Semitic slurs, and just all this like real non-loving behavior. Who
1: knew?
0: Which I thought was such a uh, uh, such a polar opposite. Yeah, total hypocrisy. So anyway, let's let's uh, not to piss off any Beatles fans out there. Yeah, right. We just lost half our audience. Please, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I bet all our fans are Beatles fans. (laughs) Oh my God. So please still listen. Cause I've got some shit to say. <laughs> um, so yeah. What was your favorite part of vacation?
1: Favorite part of vacation. My favorite part I think was, uh, just being in the water. Yeah. Like my favorite part was just like letting the waves wash over me and in that crystal blue water yeah. and that crystal clear sand. Ugh. Just, I mean, Oh my God, you guys.
0: I'm already like transfixed right now. It is, it was the most insanely perfect vacation we have ever had. It For was sure. a, a long time coming. Don't and be jealous. Don't be jealous. I <laughs> farted. Don't be jealous. <laughs> I have to clip that in because yeah, people are going to totally be like, do. did he like, just fart?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. So, dude, we are gonna have the hardest time getting through this podcast. So, so silly, it's <laughs> gonna Okay, so we were we were there for like eleven days. We yeah, okay. were on island time, and there are so many different ways to do the Bahamas. Like there, you can do the cruise ships. You can do uh, like Atlantis or Sandals. Do like the resort thing.
1: Yeah, the all uh, all inclusive type thing. Yeah, they were just down the way from us.
0: Yeah, and we. Did what I think is like the best thing. We have some family who just moved there who happened to have a beachfront condo.
1: I mean like beachfront.
0: Like we just grabbed our drinks, walked out to the yard and got in the water. It was amazing. It was so incredible. And it's it was pretty much a private beach because it's a residence. Yeah. So there's really nobody there except residents. Yeah. And so we would just like grab drinks go lay in the sand. We were like beached whales. We kept saying beach smiths because we would just lay there like, you know, starfish. We put our all our arms out and just holding one drink and just let it oh, wash, over wash over us. Over us. And oh, It was amazing. incredible. We went snorkeling. Oh, I think probably my favorite. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, I know what you're going to okay, say. Okay, I think I told you guys that the one thing I really, <laughs> really wanted to do was swim with dolphins. And th- something you don't know about me is that... I any time I get to experience animal life, I become like a fucking 4-year-old. <laughs> like remember when we go to Orange County Fair and we do like the petting zoo yeah. and I oh, like lose go, my shit around yeah, the, the goats. Three, like, and I'm like give million. me the corn, give me the corn <laughs> like I want to feed them so bad and like the pigs and I get so worked up. So so we're on this boat ride to cuz it's on a different island. And from where we were staying and it's supposed to be like the number one tourist attraction and you know this particular Dolphin Adventure got so many accolades and so we had heard that it was the the place to go so it's like a 30 minute boat ride to get out to this island and.
1: And it was so beautiful. And
0: Mr. Smith was like, "You are losing your shit right now. You are so excited." I know.
1: It was like instantly three three years old. So funny.
0: But it was just
1: like giddy, incredible, and dancing around, and d- did not know what to do with yourself. I was so, so excited. Funny. I
0: was like, "It was just so <laughs> incredible." So, you guys, I'm going to post this picture on the oh, show notes come on page. Now. There's so of course they, they charge you like4, thousand dollars to get your pictures taken. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I'm being facetious, but we paid like 32 bucks for pictures. Yeah, like two pictures. Two pictures. two little pictures. It was and crazy. but the picture of me and my face. I'm like, oh my god! I'm like know. just so excited. You so look I've, so excited, I've, and then
1: I look like I should be on a billboard for a realtor company or something. It
0: totally looks like Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith sells homes. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. That's exactly. I know. What it I look is. like I should be on the like pamphlet for the Dolphin Swim. Totally. It's,
0: it it looks like the perfectly posed.
1: Yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. prom
0: picture with the dolphin.
1: Unbelievable! Yeah, so- prom picture. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> yes. I
0: should superimpose like a corset.
1: And you should have some puffy sleeves.
0: Oh, it's not a corset. What am I thinking? Cors- corsage. Corsage. Corsage, corsage yeah. yeah. Do they still do that?
1: Yeah, I have no clue. That's I have so no antiquated. idea what high schoolers do now.
0: I don't... I, Which makes
1: me feel old, but, you know, whatever.
0: Oh, my God. Next Next week, we've got to tell them about... When you were talking about In Living Color with the kids.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that next week.
0: Speaking of feeling old. Okay, so we've got to move on. I've got to share with you this really awesome topic about why I really feel like this whole all you need is love is just not true and how I think it gets us duped into staying in a relationship that's toxic for a super long time. Um. So, but before I do that, I just want to send out a real quick call out, you guys. If you are interested in badass boot camp, registration is still open. We're filling filling up. I'm so excited about this. This is one of my favorite classes I know, I can't to run.
1: Believe it's filled up so much
0: because it's um it's smaller. It's only three weeks. It's very palatable. It's not overwhelming. So you just you get a. Uh, an audio lesson to listen to each week which is like about about the length of a pod It's just like 35 minutes or so you get some worksheets and then you get a challenge so you have kind of a small amount of things to focus on each week instead of having a really really long audio or after to show up for live classes mm-hmm. which is great but it can also feel a lot to somebody who maybe is newer or wants just a refresher so you guys this is still being offered for less than 100 bucks
1: I can't believe you do that anyway go on. I know
0: Mr. Smith's I Amy mean. <laughs> <laughs> hello, but no, I, it's something that's hugely on my heart because I feel like there's so many people out there who can't afford to work with me one-on-one sure. who maybe can't afford higher price programs and they want to do the work. They're ready to do the work, but they still need to put food on their table. Yeah, You know, and I have a bleeding heart for that. And if I can provide that for people and still stand in integrity and not like rape my own time and, you know, sure. still feel like it's you know, a good choice from my own self care. Why not? Why wouldn't I do it? So I try to have lots of different offerings, but please check it out. Thejoyjunkie.com slash bootcamp. Jump in now. You can get half off early bird rate. And there's three bonuses that I threw in there too. Three. Like, three. And Count you, them three. And if you buy now. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say, but I'm just going to go back this. Oh my God.
1: The next 15 people will get... <laughs>
0: A shamwow! Can you imagine? That would be fucking awesome if, for my classes, I was like, "And here's a shamwow! Here's a bonus shamwow!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I oh wonder god. if that would like propel my brand or like kill it, right? Or maybe it's copyright infringement. I don't know. Anyway, okay, so let's talk about this because talk about it. I think that we um. There's one underlying thing that I hear a lot in relationships that are kind of toxic or they're on their way out or they're in a really rough water and people will be like, but we just, we love each other so much. Oh yeah, for right? sure. Mm-hmm. And which is great. That's honorable. I definitely think love is part of what you need. I don't think it is all that you need. I think there's plenty of other things. You definitely things.
1: need it. Yeah, no, It's definitely part of the puzzle.
0: For sure, but it's not all. No. So... First of all, I'm going to talk a little bit why I think that's bullshit and then I'm going to give you four things that I think you do need to have in addition to love to really make your relationship work. And I and this is also from 17 years with my soulmate. This is from Who's that? Who, who who he's he's very hot. <laughs> and he you might have seen him on the dolphin advertisement. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> oh, there you go.
0: I can help it. <laughs> um Okay, so first of all, one of the reasons why I think this this whole concept of all you need is, is love is bullshit is because love is blind. All right? So we've heard that, we've heard that term endlessly, right? Mm-hmm. And what I really think it it is about is that oftentimes when we really do love somebody, we don't see the reality. It's actually a form of denial. Mm. Um So if we take it outside of the context of relationships and if we even look at, um, I mean, like an intimate relationship and look at a different type of relationship, let's say a parent and a child, a child who's like drug addicted or something like that, you love them so much, you're blinded, you're rooting for them. And so you enable them and you might be enabling their addiction because of your love. You know, your love is... Will oftentimes Blind trump you. the reality.
1: Blinds you. Yeah. It really does. Mm-hmm.
0: And something that I that I say all the time is love. It's almost inadvertently gives us this perspective Excuse. of rooting for somebody.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so I, you're invested.
0: You're invested. Mm-hmm. I say this all the time. Like if your relationship is going downhill, or like let's say that same scenario like a parent with a child you are rooting for your kid right you're thinking like they have so much potential or when they were little they were so amazing in academics or they totally could be a sports uh superstar if they would just apply themselves but look at the path they're going i'm rooting for i'm it's hope it's holding on to hope and i really think hope is a four-letter word i really do so's love oh my god (laughs) i was getting all worked up you totally messed up my flow Oh, sorry man you're really messing with my style. Oh, sure. <laughs> so, sure, it's all my fault. But <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, but I'm just saying if you are always standing in a place of hope, that is banking on a future that is different and it's something that you cannot control.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, that it's, it's a waste, it's postponing your happiness. So, if you're constantly standing in this place of like, I'm rooting for my partner. I know what they're capable of. Yet over and over and over and over again, they show you that they're not willing to be that. You are standing in a place of blindness. You- so
1: true. So true. How many people do that? Like It's it's like almost a epidemic. Yeah. You know?
0: It's true. I think there's this thing that fundamentally happens to us when we experience the emotion of love. I don't know. This is my own theory. But I think it's similar to how when... Obviously, you know, we don't have kids, but I've heard so many women speak Mm. about they have a baby and they it's so hard and taxing on their body and they have sleepless nights and all these things. But you're so madly in love that by the time like the second one you start thinking about having a second one, you almost for you forget all the shit that you went through, all the pain in your body, um, all the sleepless nights, all of that stuff. I think you are when we experience love, we override some of the factual data that happens in our lives. So we do the same thing. And I'm not saying that that you should not procreate because of that at all. I'm just saying look at your relationships and are you are you making up something about this relationship that isn't true because you're blinded by love and you're only focused on potential, maybe how it was in the very beginning. Yet if you look at the facts and the data and the evidence you can see over and over again that this is not what you need. That there's all these other components that are missing. And we're going to discuss that too. Like the other components besides love that you really do need.
1: Do you think people are afraid of the doubt?
0: I don't. Um,
1: like if I put doubt into the equation, I might have to leave. Or I might have to make choices. or And so they just like purposefully but not purposefully... Put it in a corner
0: I think more than anything I think that could be A part of it Um, But I think more than anything People are terrified To start over They're terrified Of the unknown For sure So they think At least If I'm in a shitty relationship, I know exactly what I'm getting. So it's easier for me to be in denial about the state of the relationship. I just would rather pretend that this is what I want. Mm, And it's a motivation from fear. The fear of what if nothing else is out there? What if this is as good as it gets? What if I'm alone? What if I'm 45 and single? What if I, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's motivation from fear instead of from pleasure and from pursuit of happiness. Okay, That's a great question. Um. so yeah and, and that's exactly why I said it's a form of denial yeah it's a form of denial right. Um, people do it all the time it's so much easier to stay in an addiction yeah than to actually okay I'm a fucking alcoholic okay I have an issue with porn it's way easier to stay in denial you don't have to change you don't have to do anything I'm learning a lot about you yeah <laughs> 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 uh, so and this is also why I think a lot of times people have I've I've encountered this numerous times with clients and friends as well after they ended a really rough relationship they look back and go what was i thinking Mm -hmm. why was i tolerating that well because you had love blinders on you were rooting for them you kept track of only the good things and you didn't tally any of the bad and so, when, so you, when you look in your book of love, all it is is list after list of the things that happened in the beginning, those inklings of hope, and you attach to that instead of looking at the reality of what is. Hmm. Because that's, that's what's happening. Hello? That's your relationship, not hope. The second reason that I really think all you need is love is bullshit Is because I think it's very, very possible, and I don't know what is spiritually happening. Again, this is my own theory, but I feel that it's very possible that soulmates, people who are viscerally and spiritually connected, can actually be very toxic for one another.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We know people like that. I know. I've known people like that.
0: Yeah. Where
1: they just love each other to death, but every time they get around each other, it's fireworks.
0: Right. Because other components are missing. Yeah. Maturity, respect, integrity, there's all these other things that it almost overrides that soulmate connection. So just because you've got that intimacy on that spiritual level does not mean that it's the end all be all. You know, like I say all, all the time that you and I really truly are soulmates. But I do not think at for one second, that's what got us to 17 years later. I think it's a component that just like love.
1: Soulmate status.
0: Soulmate. You have to maintain your soulmate status. That's right. That's what I always say. (laughs) So, So let's talk about then what do you need to make it work? So I definitely think you need love for sure. I definitely think it's advantageous to be soulmates. Okay. We can... I don't know if we did a pod on that, but that's, that's a touchy subject because that's an, yeah. Did we? Sure.
1: Yeah. We've done plenty of stuff on soulmates. Have we? I don't Soul-least? know if we did one like specifically on, man, well, no, I think we did actually. Um was just, episode 10.
0: No. <laughs> stupid. I'm like, really? You know that? Oh my God. All right. So let's talk about some other components because here's what I think is happening oftentimes when people are really, really connected, but there's other things lacking Uh, These are some of the things that I think are missing one major piece is mutual respect Which I think this can also be categorized as friendship too Um, If you treat your spouse (laughs) Poorly and worse in comparison to those of your friends, you've got a serious issue There you go If you if you respect other people more than your partner, okay, there's a major problem, (laughs) right? So when I say respect, like, okay, what does that really mean? It means if I'm out, like this is one little thing. When I'm out at rehearsal and I stay super late, like midnight or 1 a.m. or something like that, I text you every time I'm on my way home because I respect your process at home. That you might be at home worrying like, God, is she okay? I haven't heard Mm -hmm. anything. Respect is valuing each other's time. Respect is valuing what the other person cares about. Like uh, if you are, you know, your, your spouse is really interested in music or really interested in philanthropy or something that brings them a lot of joy and you laugh at them and you make them wrong for that, that is not respectful. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's giving their voice, their opinions, their time, their energy just as much value as you hold your own. Sure. That is what it means to mutually respect one another. And it has to go both ways. Because if one partner is super respectful and the other isn't, then you have a doormat situation. Right. So you both need to respect one another and value that. Uh, Second thing to make it work in addition to love and mutual respect is maintenance. I talk about this one. This is like probably one of the cornerstones of how I feel about a thriving relationship. And that is daily efforts on the relationship. So I've used tons of analogies, um, car analogies, plant analogies, but, but yeah, it's like, you know, having a soulmate is like, you know, purchasing this gorgeous, beautiful plant. Like right in the beginning, it's flourishing. It's beautiful. You can see no wrong in it. But if you don't water that plant, if you don't cultivate the soil, if you don't nurture it, feed it, give it light, uh, daily, that shit will d- deteriorate so fast and then you wake up one day and the plants dead. And it's unrecoverable. Right? Yeah. It, it's the exact same case for relationships. We think that it needs to look a certain way. Like it needs to look like lavish trips or a shit ton of time spent together or something like that. It's not. It is daily connections, small little actions that connect you Um intimately every single day you know we t- we've told you guys numerous times we have you know we have coffee together every morning we have matching mugs and that's kind of it's a a lot of psychologists will call it creating shared meaning
1: it's a bonding moment
0: it's a it's a bonding moment <laughs> but it's like it's like having a song you know your song if it if it's playing it's like oh my god it's our song yeah so yeah, can yeah. you do something like that that you both even subconsciously are like oh these are our mugs like mm. daily right uh, rituals for saying goodbye to one another. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not going to go on ad nauseum because it, we've done plenty of episodes sure. about maintenance.
1: And you have a product around that too.
0: Yeah, I have a, a handful. But yeah, um, yeah, that's actually a good point. 30 Days to a Kick Ass Relationship talks about that a lot. And so mm-hmm. does Relationship Rx if you ever cruise by the site and want to check it out. And those are great too because they're audio and you can, you know, you don't have to show up to a group and be like, Hi, our marriage fucking sucks. Can you help? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's so much more private, That's um, which I think men dig a lot. So, maintenance, like, what can you do every single day? And one of my other huge elements that I'm an advocate for is the weekly date night.
1: Weekly date night. Weekly
0: date night or sacred time. So, if you can't get a babysitter, if you can't get out, whatever, can you make. Tuesday nights after the kids go to bed, like a game night for the two of you. Can you sit in bed and do, you know, there's a great book called The Book of Questions where you sit and talk and get to know each other a lot better. Like, well, what do you think about global warming? And, you Mm, know, mm -hmm. stuff like that where you just really connect. And more importantly, you've said this, this is something in my life that I value so highly that I'm carving out time and I'm placing emphasis on this relationship. Thank
1: you. I was just about to say that you were like if you don't make it important it won't be
0: exactly if you won't if you don't make it important it won't be I mean that I've said this plenty of times but if you look at your calendar if you look at however you keep your agenda your, your week everything guaranteed everything on there is shit that really really matters to you so why the hell is your relationship not on there It's true. Why is the kids' soccer practice and work and social functions and volunteering and church and obligations, all of that shit trumps your relationship?
1: Well, it's all important, too. But, uh, you know, just like, you know, if you have a calendar and you write in, uh, block out your time, you have to, you know, especially in in, uh, our world, you know, you have to carve that time out. If you have kids, especially you have to carve that time. It's true. People with kids know this more than anybody.
0: Right, And I also think a lot of times, well, this has just been my personal experience with all my friends who have kids. They are so much more productive because they're extremely resourceful with windows of time. And they go like, okay, if I need to get Christmas shopping done, it's got to go during this time and that time and during this lunch break. And and they are so effective. So you become a brilliant manager of time, whether you realize it or not.
1: (laughs) Right, exactly.
0: So what can you eliminate that isn't as important as your relationship or scale down on. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: here's a big hint. I talked about this last week. Stop saying yes to shit you don't want to do. Obligations, people pleasing, things that you're motivated by guilt or by fear. And that's why you say yes to them. Knock that shit off. Get it off of your calendar. It's more important for you to focus on this person that you are swearing that you love.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That you want to spend the rest of your life with, but you don't spend any time with.
0: Right. Like, okay, can you just go ahead and be a perfectly gorgeous plant and I'm not going to water you. Right. Doesn't work that way.
1: Not uh living.
0: Number three. This is a big one. Mutual growth.
1: Mm. Ah, yeah, this is a big one. Yeah. This
0: can also fa- uh, fall in the area of spirituality. I've seen this happen before, too, where um, a one of the partners finds God or finds a new religion where now you are so incredibly spiritually separated because of what you believe in or whatnot. Now, I don't think that's automatically, you know, a seal of death at all. I think the key is whatever either one of you are going through, whether you're finding a new spiritual path. And I've done that. Like when when I started embarking into coaching, you were like, oh my God, I'm, and this was years ago, it was like seven or eight years ago. Yeah. You were like, I, I feel like you're growing way faster than me. Please don't leave me behind. The key there was that we conversed about it. That True. I shared with you what was going on with me, the learning that I was having, my, my eyes being opened to new concepts and you were receptive. You it doesn't didn't, the didn't right there. Didn't mean you out you adopted it as yours necessarily, but you also didn't Put a guilt trip on me Or make me wrong Out of your own security Like I'm not growing So I better try to Make her stop
1: Because mm-hmm. exactly. a lot
0: of people Do that too sure. Where they're, they get so insecure That their partners grow And this can be education too They're getting further educated They're expanding their mind Their spirituality is growing they're, it, it can even be physical fitness Like you're growing As a human You're seeking betterment In any area and if your spouse is not on that same road, that's fine as long as you can converse about it, you can share it with one another. And then, you know, everybody's case is different. You know, some people it's like it could be the end of the relationship if it becomes so important to you that your spouse needs to adopt the same, you know, method of thinking. I'm, I don't want to get all into that. sure. But I'm just saying you don't have to be in the same place at the same time all the time for your entire relationship you just need to include each other right and it doesn't mean you have to have the same experience or you now there was a time when i went to a spiritual center and i was like i'd really like you to come with me and you're like i really don't want to go yeah and i was like okay cool but can i share with you what i'm learning or can i share with you i I think
1: the key to all of this topic this particular one is um receptiveness yeah on both ends like uh me being receptive that you were going to go to a spiritual center and you being receptive to me saying, I'm really not into that right now. Right. You know, like, <laughs> the, that's the key to this piece is the receptivity of both partners. Yeah. In my opinion.
0: I really love that. I really love that, babe, because that's so true. Um, because so often we take the other person's journey and we make it mean something about us. Mm-hmm. We, it immediately makes us go to the insecure place and go, oh, shit.
1: Grow together as individual people.
0: Yeah. Right? Oh, God, baby, you're full of one-liners today. Oh, my gosh. Mic drop. Mic drop. (laughs) 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 Could could you hear that? That was my mic drop. (laughs) Literally my mic drop. And number four. Okay, this is one that just gets overlooked, and it is one of the easiest things to implement, and it is plain old kindness. Just being nice, I always say, if people were to hear you talk to your spouse, would they have any idea that you love each other? Wow, you need I would hope to so. you Jeez. need to be kind, but how often do you hear people like yell and scream at each other? They speak at each other like worse than how they would speak to a business partner
1: Oh, absolutely
0: worse than they'd speak to a to a stranger, yeah oftentimes, sure, so we have a couple of little rules that help us with that, but uh one of them is. We don't converse about anything, it's usually in text message, about anything operational unless we say something kind first. So there's no, hey, can you pick up dry cleaning? Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? Without saying, hey, babe, hope you're having an amazing day.
1: Yeah, I hope your day's good. How are you doing? By the way, we got to get dry cleaning today.
0: Would you be up for that? We ask each other all the time. We're courteous. We have manners with one another. We don't demand ever from each other.
1: That's true. Did you ever realize that
0: we don't yeah. we don't demand just now ever,
1: just now really? I just
0: that. had a little moment. That's awesome. <laughs> that's it. Well, I'm just like oh, I just start. Sometimes I just like say shit, and then I realize like that's a key fundamental piece of that. Mm-hmm. How many p- times do you demand something from a partner? How would you feel if the tides returned? Like no,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go get that. blah bu- blah bu- blah bu- bah.
0: That's uh, just not no, I nice. Don't.
1: Sure, yeah, I'll do that, whatever.
0: And what do we tell kids? Like, be nice. (laughs) Be kind to one another. Share. Yet we don't, yeah. (laughs) Yet all of a sudden we become adults and like, oh, our problems are way more severe. So we qualify ourselves to be assholes to one another. Does that ever yield the result you want? No. So kindness, you guys. Be kind to one another. Another huge piece. What do you call each other? Do you have a moniker for one another a pet name that's sweet if it's ball and chain if it's the warden if it's the old lady if it conjures up anything that feels kind of harsh or biting or or not so loving switch that shit up now start even with husband and wife sure you call me bride all the time I do which I love
1: I like calling you bride because it makes me feel like uh, we're still newlyweds
0: no we are baby that's
1: what I'm saying like it's part of it
0: so that's one easy way. Like, And how do you refer to them when you're around other people?
1: Right. That's, that's, a, that's the one. That's a huge
0: one too. That's the like one. Like my fucking husband. Or mm-hmm. what if you just eliminate the charge at least. Like start being kind to one another. Like it just... I, 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 I get so worked up about this. In fact, I really want a tattoo that says kindness and grace to remind myself to always come from a place of kindness and grace because I think it's one of our biggest issues politically. Like I think because we are so biting and acerbic with one another in our political forums, when does that ever make the other party say, you know what, I really want to see it your way. I really want to see where you're coming from. I really want to listen to your point of view. We don't. We just name call and we get more and more um, divided divided and rude and angry and it never makes anybody want to come to a collaborative forum ever. And it is no different in relationships. So don't lose your niceties. Still be kind to one another. So that's a handful of things that I, I came up with that I really felt were paramount in creating a relationship that is rewarding and one in which you both can thrive. So in addition to love, what you need is mutual respect, maintenance of your relationship on a daily basis, mutual growth and respect for each other in in how you grow, and finally, kindness. So I would love to hear from you guys. What are what do you think of this? Is there light bulb moments? Is there like, oh my gosh, yes, I could really, I could really stand to put more of these elements in place. Or are you in a situation where you go, oh shit, all we have is love. Everything else is, is awful. I've been holding on to hope. Or is
1: it the other way around? Right. I'm not in love with this person, but we have everything else.
0: And that can happen too. Sure. Yeah. And then that's a, that's a totally different ball of wax. But I do have a listener who requested that. Um, uh, like, what to do when you're not, you, everything's there, but you're not s- attracted to your partner?
1: Didn't I think we did one on that too? We did something similar.
0: Did we? Yeah. Well, um, that that's actually going to come up. I'm going to do that in a couple of weeks. Okay. And really go into like what All you're right. doing when you're not sexually attracted to your partner. Oh, snap. Yikes. That <laughs> more to come. Do you see how I did that? Do you see how I like roped you guys <laughs> into some future episodes? Uh-huh. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, if you are able to swing by iTunes and give us some reviews. It helps us so much. It really does. And it also helps us know that, like, people are out there listening, (laughs) which is really rewarding for us.
1: I mean, we'll sit here and talk to each other all day, but it's nice to have somebody else listening to our babble.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And knowing that it's helping you guys, too. Yeah, that it's helping. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, And again, if you want to get in on boot camp, if you want to start shifting some stuff, if you're done, like with all the mind games and the internal battle that you face just on a daily basis. If you're ready to institute some self love and respect, um, if you're done with people pleasing, that's what we're covering in boot boot camp.
1: You got to say that like a, uh, drill sergeant.
0: No. Yeah, you do. No, you like that. I do not <laughs> like that. Don't, don't do it.
1: Don't I, do it. No, I'm about to do it. Oh God. Fine. I, 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 are get your love here.
0: Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed, you guys. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> So please, 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 if that's something that, that would light you up, go to thejoyjunkie.com slash bootcamp. You can see everything that's involved, uh, limited time, early bird special, plus the bonuses. I mean, it's loaded. I'll just just go look at it. Go get it. And while you're there, Swing by the podcast page Be sure to uh, Let us know If there's any topics You want to hear about Leave those iTunes reviews Yeah leave a comment And we will be Back with ya Next week So here is to Loving and living Your most badass life
1: Mr. and Mrs. Smith Signing off